everyone. Welcome to Angel Talk, Reflections of an Ambitious Angel Mom. My name is Philip Kerrigan. I am the executive director of Raise for Rowan. We are the organization that helps families suffering through the loss of a child with funeral cost assistance and emotional support. I am joined virtually by the Angel Mom. Say hello to everybody, Bryn. Hi, everybody. Hi, Philip. How's it going? It's going great. Day 412 of uh, coronavirus yeah. shutdown. Oh, is that it? <laughs> I don't know. I've lost count. Days equal nights. It's just all the same. Yeah, it's all the same. <laughs> don't even know what month it is. How, uh, we're, we're posting this a week later, but how was your Easter? Easter was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, honestly, just obviously stayed home because yeah. that's what we have to do. But, that's right. Um, just, you know, the kids had a little Easter egg hunt and it was really nice just to be home and focus on the family. And, um, it was a great day. How about you? Uh, we kind of the same. We, we, the Easter bunny visited the outside of the house and dropped some, dropped some, uh, dropped some eggs on the outside of the house because inside coronavirus self-quarantine, you know, the kids were well aware of that. Uh, <laughs> so we did some of that and then, um, yeah, we just kind of hung out and had a really good time, had made like our standard, we tried as hard as we could to keep it normal because in normal years we do brunch with, uh, like my parents, they come over. So we did like a small brunch for us and the, us and the family and then FaceTimed everybody and it was, you know, give, give, give the kids a sense of normalcy. It was nice. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah. I love a good brunch. That's like my um, favorite. I know. Brunches are amazing. Because you mix the two really delicious parts of the day, breakfast and lunch. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, yeah. it's great. So we had a lot going on there. Um, today, we are going to actually talk about, you, you, you seem very excited about this particular episode. You really, you're really looking forward to this one. Because this has been something, yeah, that I've been really looking forward to um, talking about sissy signs. Yeah, and that's what we're talking about. This is the sissy sign episode. So you have heard from Bryn more than a few times in our podcast when we do the segments where she calls out different sissy signs she's noticed over the years, different signs that Rowan has left her since she passed. And it has allowed her to keep her eyes open for for messages from Rowan, but then also have a deeper connection with Rowan. And so we're going to dedicate an entire podcast to sissy signs that Bryn has seen herself. And we actually did have a few folks chime in from Facebook giving their uh, sissy signs of their angels. So we'll go over those later on in the show. This is this is a cool one. I like this one a lot. It is so cool. Yeah. So are you ready to get started? I am ready. All right. Let's first of all explain to the folks who have listened who maybe did not hear the first couple times we've done this, what exactly a sissy sign is. Can you tell us, Bryn? Yeah. Uh, a sissy sign to me is a meaningful sign that I would recognize that specifically connects me to Rowan. So it's usually without a doubt a message or an occurrence from above that leaves me feeling her presence. I usually am covered in goosebumps and it's usually coming at a time when I need it most. Oh, cool. So can you give some uh, examples of moments when you are, – are there specific moments in particular where, like, you wake up and you're having a tough day and you see one? Um, how, how often do they come to you typically? Well, that answer can vary. Like, mm-hmm. this morning I want to share. Like, I wasn't having a hard day this morning, but this morning I woke up. And when I opened my eyes, the first thing I saw was this beautiful hot pink sunrise. Mm -hmm. And um, I just was like, good morning, sis, because a hot pink sunrise always reminds me of her. Yeah. Um, Because when she passed away, it was September and we were still getting those beautiful hot pink 
sunrises every morning. Yeah. So when I when I wake up and see that first thing, it's my good morning from Rowan. So yeah. I said good morning. Good morning, Rowan. And then I was just covered from head to toe goosebumps. That's awesome. So I think they can come at any time, like, mm-hmm. you know, whether you need it, like, cause you're going through something hard or emotional or just a like, Hey mom, I'm still here. Yeah. Or, you know, I find signs from her throughout my day, pretty yeah. much daily. Yeah. So you had, re- you had told us in the very first time we did this, I think it was like our first podcast or second podcast we ever did that you didn't necessarily recognize them or allow yourself to be open to them at first. When did you start recognizing them? And when did you actually take it, take into account that it was in fact, Rowan attempting to sort of reach out to you? Yeah. Well, I do think, you know, they did start happening right away, Mm -hmm. but I think, you know, in the beginning I thought they were just coincidences, you know, um, just kind of doubting, being filled with doubt, like there's just no way that would be Rowan, you know? Yeah, yeah. And um, they started getting stronger and more frequent. So I started to pay more attention. And then I actually started reading a lot. After she passed away, I started reading books about, you know, the afterlife or how to connect with your past loved ones. And um, it started to become very apparent to me that these weren't just coincidences, Mm -hmm. that I really felt like she was reaching out to me to confirm that she was okay and that she was still with me. And, um, I think the more I acknowledged it along my journey, the more and more signs I would receive from her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I can say they started right away, but I think I didn't really start accepting them as signs for, um, probably a couple months. You know, and then I started started being like, wow, I really do feel like this is Rowan, you know, telling me she's okay. And, um, now it's like, I, without a doubt, every sign I get, I'm like, oh yeah, that was Rowan. Like, yeah, I, just yeah. <laughs> I just don't think they're coincidences anymore. Yeah. I think they're all signs from her just checking in and being like, you know, I'm still here and I'm still happy. And yeah. Do your kids know about sissy signs? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They bring me little white feathers. They do. Oh, yes. All yeah. the time. Um, white feathers are kind of like our signature mm-hmm. Rowan sign. So, you know, they obviously, well, Monroe, my youngest that's just been a part of her life, her whole life, because, you know, her older sister had passed before she was born. So like, it's so normal for the kids, you know, they just, they'll bring me little white feathers when they find them and be like, mama, sissy says hello. And, um, you know, they don't really think any different. So yeah. Does, uh, does your son who actually was, was around when the accident occurred, does he take them with, do you think, does he take as much stock in them? Does he really, he really believes that Rowan maybe even maybe talking to him as well? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, I've shared this with some people along the way, but um, those first few years after she passed away, Wyatt would talk about her all the time and Mm. have dreams about her all the time. Yeah. Like really vivid, like visitation dreams. Yeah. And um, for him, it's so real too, because like that's his reality, you know, and he would tell me like, mom, you know, I had a dream last night that me and Rowan were playing in the sandbox together and, you know, it was so real. I just felt like Sissy was right with me. Wow. And, um, and I believe him cause yeah. I, I really think that's a visit from his sister, you know? Yeah. And, um, and he does too. He's like, I, Rowan came and visited me in a dream last night. Wow. So I fully believe that, um, you know, 
it's not just me that gets these connections to her. The whole family does. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, pretty cool. that is really cool. And I will tell you, I have found multiple times uh, with my with my kids. Um, sometimes you really actually just have to have a childlike uh, belief or childlike type of faith to take some of these in. Just just be- like a child would believe. Yeah. That, that 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 person's talking to them. We should do the same. We hesitate because the adult world tells us, you know, don't mm-hmm. use your imagination anymore and all these sort of different things. But those yeah. things, if, if you open it up the same way as a child would, then you are going to get signs, I believe anyway. Because yeah. they're the most innocent and sort of, uh, they're the most innocent of us all. So they would obviously be able to see those things. I think that's really neat. Yeah. I think it's natural, you know, as an adult, we kind of have our wall up, yep. you know on some of these things, but I mean, why? Because really just bringing you comfort and peace, knowing that there's still a chance that you can communicate with them, even though they're not here in the physical world. So I'm like, why have a wall up? I've just, I think it's bringing so much healing to start accepting that. So yes, it's helped me a ton. Like I write about it. I tell my family and friends about it. And I even love hearing other people, you know, share their experiences if they feel a connection from, you know, their past loved one, whether it be a child or a family member or a friend, I mean, we all unfortunately lose people in our lives and it's really amazing to hear other people's stories as well. Yeah. How, uh, how important do you think we kind of are starting to hit on this a little bit anyway, how important do you think it is for people to take that wall down, uh, and recognize their own sissy signs in their lives Uh, for their mental health? Well, I mean, as I already kind of touched on this, I think it's so important because it can bring you a little slice of healing Um, and just comfort in knowing that they're still with you. Um, I know it's offered me a lot of peace in my times of, um, you know, just despair where I might be feeling really, really down missing Rowan. Um, that's typically when I will receive like a smack you in the face sign, mm-hmm. like without a doubt that I know it is from Rowan, something that just maybe her and I shared. Yeah. Um, and that is such a gift, yeah. you know, because if we accept that gift, you know, it really does offer some comfort and healing and knowing that they're okay and yeah. they're still with us and, and comforting us really from the other side. So, um, it's become a part of my everyday life now. And, you know, it might not be for everybody, but I just, for me, it's been huge, I guess, in my mental well-being and my, yeah. my mental health, because I know that even though Rowan isn't here with me in the physical world, I can still feel very close to her and still have a very meaningful relationship yeah. um, with my daughter. Yeah. So that brings me a lot of peace. Very cool. Very cool. Okay, so now we're going to do our second uh, segment of Rowan's Rays of Light. You may have been seeing this during uh, the last month. We've been doing little videos. Last week we did a video for restaurant workers. Week before that we did a little uh, highlighting video for healthcare workers. We've put up some fun content. Uh, I'm giving you some of my quarantine tips that uh, have mixed results but uh, still are fun (laughs) to post. Today, we're actually going to do another uh, segment on Rowan's Rays of Light. Bryn, would you like to share a positive or uplifting story that you saw on the news this week? 
Yeah. Um, I thought it was really cool. I believe this story was out of New Jersey, <laughs> but um, there's a photographer that has been taking free family photos on like people's front porches yeah. or in their yards. Um, and it's really just to capture like the silver lining during this quarantine. Yeah. So, um, you know, you obviously distance they're six feet apart but mm -hmm. it's really just capturing like the heartwarming family photos and the slowing down of you know these families where we're really just accepting simplicity again yeah. and yeah. you know some of the photos were really neat just still in their pajamas having coffee on their front porch yeah you know some were playing football in the backyard just those really cool things that um we don't really we kind of take for granted in our normal life so mm -hmm. i thought that was so cool that she was doing these photo sessions for free and then mailing the photos to these families after she captures them in their backyard or front yard or porch or whatever yeah. it may be. Very cool. I like that one yeah. a lot. I like that it one a lot. Really cool. I especially like that idea of trying to find the, uh, find the silver lining. And one of the silver linings has been, as you and I talked about off the air has been that I think people have had an opportunity to be around their families more. I know that people sort yeah. of, you know, do the whole thing like, oh, well, uh, you know, alcohol, I need it now, blah, blah, blah. But really, the reality is it has been pretty fun for me personally to be around your family. Uh, mine comes out of Atlanta. And folks might have heard of the uh, actor slash writer slash director Tyler Perry. He's come up with he's he's had a ton of of popular movies come out. Uh, he actually picked up the tab for all groceries purchased during during senior shopping hour at seventy three different supermarkets in the Atlanta area last week. So they so folks came in and he bought all of their groceries, all the all that the seniors. Amazing. Yeah, at seventy three different supermarkets. So wow. pretty, pretty cool. We'll, uh, we'll post it. We'll post a link to, um, to that article, but it was pretty neat. I thought that was pretty cool. That is amazing. Okay. So now we're going to get into the nitty gritty. We've, we've hit on the background of what a sissy sign is, how important it is, you know, um, when you first started seeing them. Now let's talk about a few of your favorite sissy signs. Can you give folks your top three? Sissy signs. Yes. Um, well, obviously the signature white fluffy feather. Yes. I always find them in my path. Like I, we have a little memorial garden out in on my property where um, I like to just go spend time, and I feel like I'm spending time with her when I'm working in her garden. Mm -hmm. Well, the other day I was, you know, hauling the hose out there to water, and right in my path with the hose was a white fluffy feather at my feet awesome and it was so cool because i'd actually just talked to you philip about um doing this podcast the yeah. sissy signs so i had it was fresh on my mind the sissy signs and the white feather and then as i was walking one was at my feet so that is like probably the one i received the most mm -hmm. and um it just always reminds me of her. You get a million um, photos of that, by the way, as well, don't you? I mean, there are people who send you their yeah. feather. I think that's really neat. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I love it. It honestly, it like makes my whole day when somebody sends me a message like that they received a feather from Rowan. Yeah. That they feel like they did. That's um, pretty cool. And the amount of people that feel a connection with her, just like, it's so heartwarming, but it's just it's amazing yeah. because like they believe it and I believe it. Like they really feel this comfort when um, they feel like they receive a sign from her. And I just, I love it when people share that with me. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. 
Yeah. So please continue. I love hearing that not only about Rowan, but I love hearing it about everybody's, you know, past loved ones, what yeah. signs they get. So yeah. continue to share. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, one I haven't really talked about a lot that is meaningful too is the little puffy dandelion seeds. Okay. That float through the air. Yeah, the ones where you um, blow and like you make a wish or whatever. Yeah. So that's like I have like really vivid memories of her before she passed because um, it was, you know, summertime and we, we would, we'd pluck them out of the field and we'd make a wish together and blow them. Yeah. And, you know, she was a baby, so she didn't blow super well. I mean, but she <laughs> yeah, would yeah. Get, get some off and she just thought it was so magical. And um, that was just a really vivid memory I've always had. So mm-hmm. when I see those, like they'll be floating like in the weirdest places, for instance, upstairs of my house in my bathroom, one was like floating and was on my counter. Yeah. And we have screens on all the windows. So I'm like, how did this thing get in here? Yeah, you know? Yeah. It's moments like that where I'm like, well, I feel like that's a little hello from Rowan. Yeah. That's so pretty cool. For sure, yeah. For sure. The dandelion seed. And then um, the red tail hawk. I mean, the red tail hawk were, you know, I've shared this story in the past. We're circling um, the venue when she passed away. Mm-hmm. And I just... Now, every time I see them, I mean, they come flying at the weirdest moments in time where I'm yeah. just like, okay, okay, Rowan, you had to have sent that hawk over here to like yeah. circle above me while I'm working in your garden or whatever it may be. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I mean, I, I really love the, the sissy signs because I think that um, they just connect you still. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, there are a few folks who actually we we po- we we posted this question last week to folks on our angel page. So for those who are members of angel families who have or are now just now tuning in or have been listening for a while, we uh, invite you when we post some of these to interact with with uh, with the Facebook page. I really do think that the angel page is built so that folks can uh, provide some sort of comfort by sharing um, similar stories or by sharing their own experiences. And so it was really lovely to have a couple of folks actually chime in um, our, uh, who actually gave their own Facebook, uh, Facebook sissy signs. They gave their own sissy signs on Facebook. The first one came from a friend of the show, uh, Tracy Carley. She actually yes. was uh, our angel warrior who came on warrior mom who came warrior on mom. a few, a few podcasts ago. For those of you who remember, she uh, shared, and this is what she had to say. She said, this was one of my favorites Christmas Eve backed up my mom's car. After coming home from a family event, Heather was showing me. She is always under my feet. We are still connected. And the tread is the journey we experienced. At least that's what my hippie brain processes. <laughs> Just like all of our littles that have left the planet, they're always around us. Blessings. And for those who didn't get a chance to see the corresponding image, there is this image of basically tire tracks that equaled two hearts. It was very cool. Like that. Just basically driving around created these two hearts. And she she posted that um, in our Facebook page. And the other one was from Cat. Uh, she talked about butterflies. Uh, she said, we raise and release butterflies every year for his birthday. When we see them, we think of him. So for her, her sissy sign was more in line with butterflies. So some lovely ones. And if you haven't had a chance to actually answer this comment, 
you can do it for all of this week because we will be posting this um, this podcast obviously to uh, obviously on the twenty first, and so then we'll leave that up, and you can post on your own and and share your sissy signs if you'd like. But um, we really love to hear from folks about who, what their sissy signs are, and we re- really encourage people to keep their antenna up as they're as they're walking through their daily life because you just never know when these signs actually hit you. It's pretty cool. I do. I have one little thing I'd like to add before we wrap up this podcast. It just kind of popped into my mind and I thought I would share this tip. Um, if you're somebody that's like recently lost somebody, so you're new in your grief, start a, a journal. Mm. Um, I started a journal in the very beginning of any time I had a dream of Rowan, any time I felt like I had a visitation or a sign from her and I would write it down mm-hmm. and I cherish it now. Mm. Because you forget. So, you know, like as the years go by, there's obviously some moments that I've forgotten. And then I love it when I actually sit down and take the time to read through this journal. Um, All the time she would visit me and what I would write about. So um, if you're new in your grief, start a journal. Actually, I feel like you don't even have to be new in your grief. I should still be journaling these things. Um, But I'm really, I'm really glad that I did in the beginning. So that's a tip. If you're fresh in your grief, start a journal of any time you receive a message or a sign from your past loved one, because you'll look back at it five years later and be like, wow, I'm so thankful I wrote that down because you'll forget. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is, that's great advice. And I feel like people should, should do that in general. But I mean, what a, that's a great tip. Just write them down because you will get nostalgic. You will look back on them and, and really like them a lot. Yeah. Well, it brings it all back. So then it feels fresh and real again, where mm-hmm. it's like, wow, I do remember that dream when I felt like she came and visited me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's cool to relive it when yeah. you feel like you get a little slice of time with them when they see you in a dream or whatever it may be. Yeah. Yes. And share your signs with us. We, we really would love to hear about them. Yeah. We really, it's really, it's really uplifting frankly, for even the staff and, and for us. We like to hear those because we we like to hear that there are folks who are, are still connected with their angels. We really like that a lot. So please, please, please share those with us. Um, before we actually go, we're going to kind of talk a little bit about the events because as you, most of you know, everything is all over the map these days. So we did actually narrow some things down. First thing I want to actually hit on is Print Northwest has actually been doing this really neat t-shirt promotion. Um, Thank you. Big shout out to Print Northwest for being a business that's supporting local charities. That's really cool. They actually, yeah, it's really cool. What they've done is they've allowed charities to design their own t-shirt logos, upload them to their site, and then they sell those shirts for $20 a piece with 15 of those dollars actually going to the charity, which is the biggest ratio I've ever seen in my life. Um, So we really appreciate that. It was awesome with basically in the first two days of us posting our own shirts, um, we got about $400 in revenue from that. So thank you to folks who, who bought new merchandise. I think our people are conditioned for it. Our followers are conditioned because Bryn, you always come out with merchandise. So this was just like right in line. They're quarantine additions. They're quarantine additions though. Quarantine edition clothing. <laughs> yes. You'll know you'll know uh, if you see the link. If you click on the link, you can find it through our Facebook page. You'll know what we're talking about. We have one shirt that says just this is my quarantine shirt. <laughs> so yes, quarantine edition shirts. Uh, the other thing that we're going that we're actually gonna do virtually 
is on April 25th, the day that our actual dinner and auction would have gone off. We are not going to be deterred. We will have something that day. It is Rowan's incredible, amazing, spectacular online auction. Uh, it's going to be about an hour to an hour and a half. We'll have the schedule posted um, later on this week. It's, and basically what it'll be is it'll be a live auction. There'll be some things that we live auction off. There'll be an online auction component. We'll have a staggered online auction. Thank you, Compass 360, for helping us set that up. We actually will have giveaways throughout the evening. And um, it'll be just a really cool little get-together, a chance for all of us to still come together, support Race for Rowan, and then you know be able to kind of still get a chance to interact with each other, even though we're not there in person. So it'll be kind of fun. We're, we're excited about that. April, April 25th. At 6 p.m., you'll be able to hop on Facebook. We'll do a few live videos, and you'll just be off and running, and, and good luck bidding. Uh, we and are tuned because we'll also be doing a preview of these items as well. Uh, Philip will be featuring those the week before the mm -hmm. auction, so be sure to tune into Facebook. We'll also be doing some live videos just to kind of show you the details of our baskets and what we've got put together. Really great stuff because, as always, we have so many great sponsors and donors that have donated their wonderful trips and items so yep. we can't wait to show you what we have yeah yeah a, a huge also shout out speaking of shout outs a huge shout out to everybody who donated items uh for us before everything everything closed down you really those those businesses uh really rescued us we we have a lot we can still offer our our guests and and our bidders because of the generosity of of our local businesses who support nonprofits, and I imagine we'll continue to, to do so after all this is over. Really amazing to see businesses come together for the community, and a huge shout out to the procurement committee. Everybody did an mm -hmm. awesome job. Thank you for working until the bitter end when there was just nothing left. We really appreciate the procurement committee. Pretty cool. We do. Um, and then, of course, we will still be having. Our plan is to still have tabled events just later on in the year. So for those who still really yearn for getting together physically and, and being in the same room and having an opportunity to bid on items and your standard fundraising evening, that is still something we're planning on doing. And unless, you know, unless there's just nothing left of the world and society, we will still have something in November. <laughs> um, we're also going to be planning hopefully something for late summer, but we will, we will keep you, we'll keep you informed on that one. And then of course, over the next couple weeks and what we've been doing over the last couple weeks is Rowan's rays of light. So make sure that you continue to tune into those. Um, Rowan was a, was a pretty optimistic, bright, positive, uh, little girl. And we figured the best way to honor her but and also do this do make people feel better provide emotional support is by showing people the really kind of good news that's out there the silver linings and unsung heroes i think that's a really neat way to do that so we'll look yeah. out for those we'll Amen to that. yeah we'll still be we'll still be posting a lot of those because after all you know one of the things we try to do is offer emotional support to everybody uh, so that is our podcast for today. Like I said, we still invite you if you're if you're you know, on the Facebook page and an angel family to post your uh, sissy sign because everybody will still love to hear from those. So post them if you can. And hopefully we will be able to meet sometime in person, Bryn, for a podcast. But I imagine. FaceTime will be what we do next <laughs> FaceTime will be what we do next week. So we'll talk to everybody next week. All right. Thanks, guys.